Hi everybody, this is Christine Burke, Forensic Genetic Genealogist, and welcome to another episode of Unknown Humans Remain. Today we're going to be talking about case number 14, UP10851 in NAMIS, and this is a male found deceased uh, January 1st, 1924. And as I I look at the list on NAMIS. Once again, we are over 14,400 unknown humans that we hope to get identified. So thanks for being here, and let's take a look at this case. So here we have an unidentified white male uh, listed as a Caucasian. Uh, body was found January 1st, 1924 in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, we have the medical examiner's case number. And for the demographics, uh, it lists the person as a male, a white or Caucasian. The estimated age group is adult pre-40 with an estimated year of death, 1924. Uh, the height and weight, uh, it says it cannot estimate it. And the circumstances is unidentified deceased. And this case, again, we've got the date the body was found, January 4, sorry, January 1st, 1924. And the NAMIS case was created December 14, 2012. So, like we talk about these, these cold cases, um, you know, that get filed away and nobody's really looking at this. While this is a, a very, very long time, um, at least, what is it, over 75 80 plus years it's crazy I'm not good with the simple math but um it's just crazy but at least the case is in there now and hopefully we can do something about it so it says that the body was found in des moines iowa in polk county and the circumstances mention an unidentified male remains found in des moines iowa on january 1st 1924 it says all parts are recovered and the condition of the remains are not recognizable. Um, it says that they are charred, uh, burned. The physical description, the hair color is black. The, the head hair is long and there is no other uh, physical description here. The clothing and accessories, it says a footwear. Uh, lower part of a pair of hip boots on the body. So I'm thinking lower pair of hip boots. Is that like waders, like fishing boots? Um, I mean, when I think of boots, I'm thinking of, you know, cowboy boots or riding boots or work boots. I'm not sure what a hip boot is so let's see if we can um see if we can figure that out all right so i went over here to google and i asked it what are hip boots of course i'm thinking uh you know in 1924 hip boots like stylish <laughs> or hip boots right i mean it's very hard uh if you just take things at uh what do they say verbatim um but we've got some pictures of some hip boots here, a type of tall boot initially designed to be worn by river fishermen. Um, 
rubber completely cover the legs up to the top of the thighs. Uh, why would they not have melted? Okay, it says over here hip boots or hip waders. Um, typically made of rubber, PVC, nylon, polyester, wool, cotton, and foam. Warmth and comfort. So, got all kinds of pictures here. I wonder if, um, hip boots, what did I say, 1924? Vintage waders, okay. Um, I don't know how old they are. Randolph hip boots. Um, just looking vintage 1924 hip boots. Yeah. Um, oh, here's a rubber boot application. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but, um, oh, there's a boot here. This is a patent for a boot. Um, Interesting. I don't know what it's going to be used for. Let's see. Useful rubber boots. Waiting boots. Hip boots. Okay. So that's all we have here. The lower part of a pair of hip boots. So I don't know how they, how they told that. Um, and it's weird that it talks about extensive, um, burning or charring, but yet we've got long black hair and we have hip boots waders. So how, how does somebody just get burned in the middle of the body? Right? So I'm picturing somebody, you know, laying down and they're burned in the middle and they're not burned at the foot or the head. Kind of strange. Yeah. Images and documents. I'm always scared for, for you guys that are watching this. I'm always scared to hit this button because I don't want to have something, uh, bad show up. Um, but yeah, so this is all, this is all we have here. The lower part of a pair of hip boots. So we're going to check our map like we normally do Polk County, Des Moines, Iowa. Um, and again, we'll see where the map takes us here. Of course it is right downtown. Uh, we do have some, uh, water over here to the right what is it I'm trying to see what river the Des Moines River um, and so a lot of times they don't have the exact location here uh, we've got quite a bit of water here in Des Moines so it could be anywhere and again what are we looking at in 1924 what was the what did the city look like i mean the the city is is pretty huge here now here over here it says polk city um we just don't have anything else for you guys that are listening i'm looking on the map and and uh Timorne is huge uh we've got uh sailorville lake which is very big to the north Looks like the water comes through um, in several parts of the town. Uh, we got the Raccoon River um, on the southwest side. We've got the Des Moines River on the southeast side. I mean, it does run. It does run near town. So if this um, 
our map location is correct, it is in the middle of Locust Street, which is about um, one, two, three, four, five blocks from the water, five blocks from the river downtown. So who knows? And we don't know, you know, this would be to look at the map from um 1924 and see what Des Moines looked like and again we don't know if this is the exact spot but that's that's really all we have here is those rubber boots which is very interesting um the body was found in January I don't know what the weather was like are they fishing in January seems like it would be a little cold um, and we don't have exactly the description and the long black hair is interesting. Um, it says, you know, my first thought, um, it says not found on tribal land. Um, so we don't know pre 40, pre forties, adult male, Caucasian. Uh, and that's about it. Not too much else here to go on. So once again, I will thank you for listening or watching and uh, ask you to get involved. You can like, uh, subscribe, get notifications for new episodes. Uh, you can, we're on um, YouTube and Rumble. Um, also, uh, audibly, uh, audio episodes are on uh, pretty much almost all of the podcast stations. And you can join our community on Facebook at Unknown Humans Remain to uh, take a look at the details and work with others um, to try to figure out what we can do to get these people identified. Uh, our goal is to get all of them identified to do the forensic genetic genealogy if possible uh, to get these people identified. It's a, it's a huge number, as I mentioned, over 14,400. Uh, and we have a place that you can donate at givesendgo.com forward slash unknown humans. And then please just like and share and spread the word. Uh, this is if you grew up like I did with the milk cartons, um, we are just trying to waste, raise awareness for this, this horrendous problem of all these poor human beings uh, that are not um, respectfully buried. Um, and we just don't know who they are and what happened to them. And there's family out there that would love to know and we would like to get these cases closed so we'd love to have you be a part of it you can also join us for the forensic genetic genealogy portion if you'd like to learn how to do that again more in the community please join us on facebook at unknown humans remain and uh, thank you and we'll see you soon